Welcome to Uproar. I'm glad to have you here and I'm glad that we can have this discussion today. Thank you for mm-hmm. um, your time today. Thank you for allowing me to, to do this interview. Yeah, so, um, so like I said, my initial uh, question was, um, why did you go to San Diego? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that I went to San Diego, first and foremost, is because this issue of the migrant caravan and individuals who are seeking asylum is an issue that is very personal to me. It's an issue that I um, work on a daily basis. I currently work for a nonprofit in the late office in the state of Michigan, um, and we serve the whole state. Um, my parents were both immigrants, so it's an issue that's very dear to my heart. Um, and the three specific things that we were seeking while we went to San Diego to the border was, the purpose of it was, it was a call to action to our U.S. administration to end the detention and deportation of immigrants, to respect the human right to migrate, and to end the militarization in our borders. So if you are very like too familiar with the whole quote-unquote crisis that is happening down in our borders, mm-hmm. um, we have hundreds of individuals coming from Central America to seek asylum, and wow. they're coming down in our southern border. and. They, a lot of them have been denied access to applying for asylum, which it, which is their legal right to do so. Um, a lot of them are seeking sanctuary, don't have places to go, don't have places mm-hmm. to, to sleep, to eat. So we want individuals from across the country to realize that, you know, there's a need for advocacy, that there's a need for um, allowing these individuals to respect the human right, again, to migrate and just to simply seek asylum. And I agree. Um, immigration is a very dear issue to my heart as well. I know it's a very dear issue to you, but I also think that immigration is very huge. Um, it affects all of us in a way, you know, um, mm-hmm. even uh, historically. So I definitely agree that we, this needs to be brought to awareness. And um, I'm glad that things like this is happening, conversations like this is happening, and that we can all get together and seek maybe a solution. So um, I definitely agree with you in that aspect. So could you talk a little bit more about um, the organization that was down there? Um, How did it go? And um, do you believe that it brought awareness and made that difference that you were looking for? Um, I definitely do think that it did bring awareness. Um, You know, a lot of people are not familiar with the immigration system, how it works, how an individual can become um, documented in this country. And sometimes it's because of that lack of education. So, I mean, for example, we haven't had any type of comprehensive immigration reform for the past 30 years. We haven't had a way for individuals to be able to apply for a pathway to citizenship without any form of relief. So the action in San Diego was an opportunity for people to realize that one, asylum is is legal to apply for, and that two, it's not as easy as people think it is. Um, And that these individuals who are coming are coming because they fear persecution in their home country. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is just you know, creating awareness. And I do think that we were able to accomplish that. Um, I think 
it allowed the opportunity for people to be more open-minded and realize that it's an issue um, not just locally or state, but also it, it's a federal and national issue that um, is happening in our communities. True, true, true. And also, like I said, it uh, dearly affects me, even um, in the, well, my last church service on Sunday, um, where we had a testimony speaking, even one of my cousins stood up and she talked about our family and how we migrated and um, how we migrated in the early 90s seeking that refuge from things like civil wars and other countries and uh, just a better opportunity, looking for better opportunities. And um, I do believe that it's important that we more so open up our borders and bring that inclusion into the society. Um, I guess my next question for you will be, what do you believe is the next step after the, after you created awareness behind this issue? How do, how do people get more involved with this? Well, I think a lot of different ways that individuals can get involved is being able to continue to push for any legislation that would give individuals either a pathway to citizenship or some type of permanent protection. Um, just in fact, just yesterday there was um, a bill that was introduced by Senator Feinstein and Senate and Representative Logreen from California. Um, they introduced a bill called the Agricultural Worker Program Act of 2019. And this bill would give essentially a pathway to citizenship for uh, farm workers who have been in the country for um, X amount of time and meet certain requirements. So it's a bill that allows individuals to have a pathway to citizenship. And this is the type of legislation that I encourage individuals to support and to continue to push forward um, to have that pathway. Because like I said, it's been 30 years since we've had any type of comprehensive immigration reform. And legislation Legislation such as this one is legislation that is going to ultimately be the answer to a lot of the problems that we have, which is lack of protection for a lot of these individuals. And um, apart from supporting legislation, I also think that it's important to continue educating oneself and, and those around you who are not familiar with, again, the immigration system or understanding the different statuses that individuals have. Um, a lot of people think that the only way that you can adjust status is by submitting some type of application. But in fact, you know, there's numerous types of applications that you can submit to to adjust status. Um, individuals who have been victims of domestic violence, individuals who have been victims of human trafficking um, are just some ways that one can adjust. So creating more awareness, creating um more education around the different statuses that people have and pushing legislation, I think are two um, areas that uh, really help in, in creating pro uh, solutions to these problems. Yeah. And I, I think I've seen something about where um, they all dressed in clergy outfits as if it was a Sunday morning. Um, mm -hmm. A few of them were arrested. Could you talk about that and why that happened? Yeah. So, we had um, a group of individuals who um, agreed to to um, be part of a civil disobedience action. So these individuals were um, kneeling in front of uh, enforcement officials. Um, the The purpose of the faith leaders who were kneeling down, um, I think, also shows 
the treatment that even faith leaders will have from enforcement officials. So I think the experience that a lot of these individuals who were kneeling in front of uh, Customs and Border Patrol was a very powerful image because it, it was being broadcasted by media, by a lot of live videos. So if you're personally witnessing the treatment of uh, clergies and, and faith leaders, can you imagine what happens behind the scenes when none of this is being documented, right? So when you have individuals who are in front of uh, Customs and Border Patrol with no cameras around, I mean, I can't imagine what the treatment is like, especially when these individuals are even more vulnerable because they don't speak the language, because they're being told that they don't have a right to come into the United States and seek asylum. So I think that image and that those videos that were shown to 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 the individuals who were watching, I think it's just powerful for them to be able to witness firsthand. This is what the treatment is like for individuals who, to some extent, have a little bit more privilege because they do have status, they do speak English, and they do understand the system. And in comparison to somebody who doesn't, what would the treatment be like? Another thing, though, that um, I think painted a picture to those when when we had these individuals um, on the ground um, in the beach in San Diego, we had um, a couple dozen people watching on the Mexico side. They were sitting in Tijuana and they were able to see all these people standing in solidarity with them. And I think it's it's very powerful. Uh, for those who were standing in the Mexico side of the border to see everybody who who is, again, standing in solidarity with them and telling them, you know what, you're not alone. Like, we're here fighting for you and we welcome you into our countries open-handed. And I think that's just a very powerful image to give to those individuals who are watching and witnessing. Eva, if you could just tell us a little bit about how people can get more involved in your initiative and uh, ways mm-hmm. that... Yeah. Um, ways that they can contact you and just a little bit about yeah. Um, um, yeah so a few <laughs> things that I that individuals can do is um, while I was in San Diego there was an organization um, was one of the only organizations in the southern border that was actually providing um, shelter to a lot of the um, individuals who were seeking refuge um, so I would strongly uh, request that people support that organization. That organization um, is called the Safe Harbor Network. Um, and that is, again, one of the only organizations in Southern California that provides uh, sanctuary and uh, food to individuals. They assist about 100 people a day. Um, since they opened, um, they've helped 6,000 individuals um, so that's one of the organizations that I strongly um, request that people do support um, organizations that are around, um, specifically down the border. Another thing that I also recommend is donating to legal aid offices, um, especially in Michigan. We do have Justice for Our Neighbors and the Michigan Immigrant Rights Center, and I think those are great organizations um, that provide a lot of legal services to individuals in need. Um, and again, I think it's educating yourself, educating those around you about the different types of forms of relief that you have, um, and pushing for 
and supporting legislation that will give pathway to citizenship to individuals. And those two specific bills that I mentioned are the, the agricultural worker program that was actually just introduced yesterday and any type of bill really that gives um, a pathway to citizenship or any type of comprehensive um, immigration reform are two that I would strongly suggest supporting. All right. Well, thank you, Eva, again for coming on the show and uh, having a discussion with us. Thank you for sharing your information and spending the time or spending your time to uh, come and talk with us today. Really appreciate it, and um, we hope everything goes well for you in the future. And I hope that a lot of people can hear this podcast and are motivated to help in that initiative. So, thank you. Well, thank you so much again for your time. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Uproar is a project of Motor City Wesley. Check us out at MotorCityWesley.org.